Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is the Unplayable Podcast brought to you by cricket.com.au. On today's episode, we sit down with former Australia fast bowler and Adelaide Strikers coach Jason Dizzy Gillespie in the wake of the Strikers' final match of BBL 06, where they beat the Sydney Thunder by 77 runs. Diz, end of the big bash season for you, mate. Not the best season, but you went out on a winning note. Yeah, we certainly did. Uh, to come to play against the Thunder on their home turf, we know that's a big challenge. Uh, to come here and play the way we did, posting a, you know, a very competitive total. Um, you know, which turned out to be a match-winning total. So, you know, I thought, you know, we, we had a few more contributors with the bat, um, not just Ben Duncan, Brad Hodge. You know, yep. Corin Pollard uh, batted wonderfully well there, uh, as well towards the end, um, and then certainly with the ball. I, I think everyone everyone contributed, but I suppose all the talk is Ish Sodi uh, six for yeah. eleven, just bowled it absolutely beautifully and uh, thoroughly deserved it. He he hadn't got an opportunity with Chris Jordan's injury and. Uh, you know, life is all about taking opportunities, and he certainly grabbed it with both hands. Yeah, just about ish, um, an amazing return, an amazing start to his BBL career. He finishes up with the second best figures ever in the competition. Where did you get the idea to draft him in when Jordan went down? Well, when Jordan went down, we we, we identified that we we're probably a little bit light on um, in the in the slow bowling department, and you know we felt we had the the same options covered. So so when Chris went down, um, you know I got in touch with Kane Williamson. And just mentioned, would do you think Ish would be of in, uh, be interested in coming? And um, you know, we got in touch, and, and it went from there. In a game like this, where you guys had nothing to play for, was it tough to get the players up, considering that the season was effectively over? No, it was. There's a lot of pride at stake, isn't there? Yeah. You know, the players want to want to go out uh, in a winning way, um, finish the season on a good note. You know, there's that professional pride, isn't there? So um, we just need to make sure that we. we you know, Brad Hodge has been talking a lot to the players, to to our lads about. You know, we, we've we've been doing good things, not enough. And what I mean by that is, um, we either, you know, bowl bowl well, but we don't bat so well, or, or field well. Yeah. Uh, we either, or we either score some runs, but then we don't back it up in the field, and uh, we haven't played that complete game. And and tonight was probably as, as close uh, as we got to that. Um, this big bash, so it's been disappointing, but. You know, we can take a lot of positives, um, you know, out of the the big bash season. Yeah, just on that, what do you look and you look back at the season? I know it's only just finished, but what what do you see? What do you identify as places you can improve and things that you've done well? Yeah, well, certainly things we've done well. I mean, I think Ben Dunk has performed wonderfully well, yeah. um, scored a, a lot of runs, um, at a very good strike rate. Um, you know, obviously Brad Hodge, um, forty two years young, um, kept ticking along and. Uh, you know, scoring those runs, but um, but unfortunately, where we can improve is you know we needed more contributors with the bat. Um, you know, for one reason or another, um, other lads, you know, didn't quite um, 
you know, weren't as effective as we know they can be. Um, you know, but but I see a lot of positives. You know, Jake Weatherold, we got got a number of seven games of, yeah. of experience into him. Uh, he, he, you know, he's very uh, young guy, early stages of his of his um, professional cricket career, so he's got some experience um, playing. Um, you know, I think young Liam O'Connor has played some cricket now, and um, you know, and I think he's learnt a lot coming in um, as a late replacement. Um, obviously, recruiting Ish, um, you know, he performed well. I thought Chris Jordan was very good when he yeah. the games he played for us. Um, so and Benny Lachlan just keeps on keeping on. You know, the, um, you know he he got left out in our match against Perth, and he was really disappointed in that. And uh, but you know, all you can do as a player is respond positively to you know any disappointments, and and he certainly did that. And um, you know, and he he's been been a fine bowler. And, you know, since uh, being left out early in the tournament. Kyron probably wasn't at his best this tournament, but as he put on a, a show tonight, and how about that six, he hit one-handed. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, Kyron's a fantastic player. Um, hasn't quite clicked for him um, uh, this tournament. You know, he's worked pretty. He's, he's worked really hard at his game, and he's he's hit lots of balls and trying to find that, you know, that spark to get him going, and it, it hasn't quite worked, but, you know, it was the last game of the... Of the of the competition, and uh, you know he, he showed showed uh, showed us what he is capable of, um, but yeah, it just hasn't quite clicked for for Kyron. Great lad, um, great to have around the the dressing room, uh, but it just didn't quite fire for him. You've seen all the other teams up close and personal. Who takes it out now? Look, that's a really good question. Um, it's it's going to be tight. Um, you know, I think Brisbane have been looking quite good, as have Perth. Um, but you just wonder whether there's going to be a smoky who will just come out of nowhere and um, you know and perform well. I, I think if the Renegades do make the the final um, the, the final four, I think they they could be a dangerous side. I think it will come down to you know just a, a couple of massive contributions from a couple of individuals. It doesn't yeah. matter which side, but but you'd have to say Brisbane and Perth have probably been the the, the two uh, most consistent teams throughout this competition. Heading into tonight, seven teams could have still qualified for the finals. Is this one of the most even competitions that you've ever coached in? Yeah, certainly, and it's it's great for the competition that there's yeah. so many scenarios that the touring guys, the travel. Yeah, absolutely, but it's um, but that that shows the strength of the competition, and you know, each and every game that you play, you know, is a real challenge and and you know, a good challenge for the players. Um, and it shows that there there is strength, there is depth in Australian cricket. So so that's great. And you know the fans are voting with their feet, coming to games, and and you know obviously listening on the radio, watching on television. You know there's there's a massive interest in in BBL, and um, you know and it's just great to be a part of. Um, it's great for these players to put themselves out the shop front window and and show people their skills, show them how, show people how good they are, and. Uh, Look to put on a show and entertain the crowd. So I, I think it's just absolutely fantastic competition. And uh, as you said, it's very tight um, going into the the business end of the of the season. So I look forward to seeing who um, you know who makes the cut and uh, you know certainly be a spectator. Um, probably thinking what might have been, but um, but look, I you know wish all the teams the best. And um, you know at the end of the day, you you just want you know the best team will, will come out on top. Now, are you keeping one eye on the strikers and the other eye on? everyone else because now you're going to be assistant coach in the Australian T20 team so you've got a really good perspective on 
who's doing well in this competition and who could potentially play in that side. Yeah, and look, look the selectors have obviously picked their their squad. Um, you know, and I see my role there is to assist Justin, um, and you know, and Ricky will be there and the players in any way I can. You know, I'm, I'm going to be be there, a bit of a a bit of a nuffy and uh, <laughs> just. Um, really just be a sponge and, and learn as much as I can in that time. Learn from the players, learn from the other coaches. Um, you know, I think it'll be be a wonderful experience, something I'm really looking forward to. Um, I'll just go in there with a really open mind and uh, see see if I can learn something from uh, from all these great cricket brains. Did you think that your first coaching gig for Australia would be alongside your former captain and a former <laughs> opening batsman? No, it's... Um, Oh, it's a great opportunity, and yeah, it's um, it's just a as I said, it's just a fantastic opportunity. Ne- never thought that would happen, um, and so to be thought of high enough, highly enough to be uh, afforded the opportunity, uh, you know, very humbling um, yeah. that that I'm thought of that way, and you know, offered this opportunity. So I can't wait. I think it's just going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully, you know, we can go out there as a team and um, and put on a show for the crowds and and try and come away with some uh, some wins against Sri Lanka. So while you're preparing that Australian T20 team, the test side will be over in India. They named their squad on mm. Sunday. What did you make of that 16-man group? I, I think it's a good squad. Um, you know, look, they're going to be under no illusions that going to India is going to be, um, you know, probably the toughest challenge that they'll face as a as an individual player and a, as a group of as a team. Um, it's it's a hard slog. India's tough. It's yep. it's hard work. Um, They've got to go over there. They've got to prepare well, plan well, be very specific with their preparation, uh, which they will be, um, and then go over there with a real positive attitude. Um, because you've got to have a good attitude. Approaching India, uh, playing Test cricket in India is, is, is tough work. It's hard slog, uh, but you've got to have the right attitude. And if the lads go over there with an open mind, learn as much as they can, uh, have a good attitude, um, be well prepared, um, that and be willing to do the hard yards, and yeah. then they'll give themselves the best chance of being successful. Well, last time Australia won there was in 2004, and you ended up taking 20 wickets, mm. Australia's leading wicket-taker on that tour, yep. nine for in yeah. Nagpur. Yeah. Um, how did that team have success? I mean, it was such a barren run over there for so long, but how did you guys turn it around? Well, I think we, we had a plan, and we, and, you know, as a, as a fast bowling team, you know, the team within the team, we, we changed our... Uh, approach to bowling in India. You know, look, you know, I remember in past tour we'd uh, bowled the Australian line and you know the the fourth fifth stump line and and invite the the drives for the nicks and go behind to the keeper and the slips. Um, we we felt that the Indians, while while they're um, they're very good playing off their stumps through the leg side because they're very very wristy players, yeah. we felt if we could block. Um, look to really attack the stumps almost a if you miss I hit mentality um, and and block their um, big boundary options make them run between wickets in the heat and we, we wanted to back our, our skills back our fitness to be able to just hang in there hang in there hang in there be really disciplined with our line and length we knew we had the king at the other end Warney uh, yeah. doing his thing um, so we just rotated and, and we backed our skills to to be really ruthless, really disciplined with our line and length, stay nice and patient and wear them down. And um, unfortunately, we were able to do that. Um, and you need a little bit of luck along the way, but you make your own luck, um, you know, through that hard work. And 
um, you know, it was a, it was a great experience. It was a, it was a tough tour, but it was it was a great experience, and to to win uh, that series was um, yeah certainly one of the highlights of, of my career, um, and highlights of a, of a lot of lads that played in that in that series. Just before we move off that uh, that nine for a Nagpur, you got bold and El Kumble to get the ninth victim, and you're desperately trying to get the tenth, you know, that tenth for that elusive tenth for in, in <laughs> Test cricket. You remember just zeroing yeah. into the stumps there? Yeah, uh, I, I was trying. Gilly was saying to me, "Dizzy, I'm not taking you off till you get a tenth for." <laughs> and uh, and he said, "How are you feeling?" And and I just knew that you know I I was going. It was I was bowling for to try and get a, a 10 for it wasn't actually the best thing for the team to do. We needed to knock them over. Mm. Um, and I was pretty spent. I'd bowled a long <laughs> spell uh, in the heat. And, you know, so I think um, Gilly got, got one of the other lads on and uh, we cleaned them up pretty quick. So I think, uh, you know, the, the ball was just coming out by then. So it was the right call. It would have been nice to have a 10 for, um, you know, in the on the career. But, um, but um but look, these things happen. At the end of the day, we won the test match and that's all that matters. <laughs> Young Tim Newson just came in and just interrupted us there. He thought we were talking about the test double hundred. Oh, I thought, did you, did you just go on test double hundred? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, Sam, I did. Um, <laughs> everyone gets sick of me telling that story. All the players, they say, shut up, coach. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save that one for another one. Okay. Uh, you're talking about attacking the stumps, looking at the, the Australian stack that they've chosen. They've got four spinners and three quicks. Mm. Is, do you reckon that's the, the strategy they're going to employ over there or are they going to go about it a different way? I have a feeling that they'll play... Um, two to three seam options and and a couple of spin options because they've got the all rounders in there as well. Um, but I, I certainly think they'll need uh, two uh, slow bowling options yep. in, in the test matches. Um, but if they can have that third seam bowling option, um, because I think having two seamers, two spinners, that's that's hard work for those quicks. Yeah. Um, so I think that that hence why I think they they pick the all rounders. You know. In, in Mitch Marsh and uh, Glenn Maxwell um, to potentially fill, fulfil a role there, um, whether they see more spin. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see who plays, and they've got lots of options. Um, so, you know, I'm quite excited. I, I think the I think the slow bowling options are, are good. I'm yeah. really, really pleased that uh, Mitch Swepson has been given that opportunity. I think he's a fine young bowler. Um yeah, I mean they're all good. I mean, Sock, uh, Steve O'Keefe's been bowling well. Nathan Lyon, I think, has been bowling well. Just probably hasn't had the got the numbers to back that up, but I think he's been bowling decently. Um, and young Ashton Agar, um, you know, is is a is a very talented young man. And um, so look, and with Maxwell to bowl some overs, you know, I think they've they've got the slow bowling options covered. When you toured over there, you bowled against the likes of Tendulkar, Dravid, Laxman, Saywag, and Gooley. They've got Virat Kohli. How does Australia stop Virat Kohli? <laughs> That's a pretty good question, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. I, I think he's one of the best batsmen I've ever seen, period. Um, just a fantastic player. He's got a real fight about him. Um, you know, he he's, he want, gets into the contest um, and just he's just a fine player. You know, but, but India aren't just made up of him. I mean, they've got Pajara, mm-hmm. um, you know... Um, you know, Rahani, I think, is a is a wonderful player as well. And they've got, they've got they any number of match winners. So, you know, I think, you know, while Australia will be doing their homework on how they can be most effective as a bowling, uh, as bowlers against Kohli, um, yeah, they certainly won't be uh, 
ignoring the other uh, very fine players that, that India has, um, you know, on, on their books. Well, let's hope they do their homework last time. They didn't do it over there. Four players got suspended. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that was an interesting time in Australian cricket, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't... It would be... It's not for me to comment on, on all that because I, I don't know the ins and outs, but it, it, from the outside, it just... It just looked a little bit silly, to be perfectly honest. Um, but look, that's that's the way it went, yep. um, and you know we have to respect that. But you know, let, let's hope that um, you know common sense prevails and, and things like that are, are avoided in the future. Australia's batting uh, is Matthew Renshaw going to open the first test with Dave Warner? Do you think he should be up at the top? There? I, I do. I look. I like Matt Renshaw. I, I think how he's gone about it in the early stages of his career, and, and it's obviously very early. But there's a lot to like, and uh, you know, I I don't have a problem if if he's thrown in to to play Test match in India. I've got no problem with that. He's a young man. He's he's shown what he can do at yep. state level. He's shown what he can do at Test level in such a such a short career so far. He's adapting. He's learning. Yep. And he'll do that in India as well. Now, whether he has a lot of success or he may not quite have the success. It'll be a great learning experience for that young man. Australia, have, have, the selectors have, you know, shown their hand. They, they rate this kid highly. Yep. Now it's a, it's an opportunity to give him some good experience. You know, there'll be people saying, "Well, you don't give guys experience going to some kind of the, the plan is to win the games, and yeah. that, that they will plan to win." But I don't see why uh, Renshaw shouldn't open. I yeah, I think he's just punched out what 170 odd in his last uh, yeah. test innings. You know, you know he's he started well. He's he's a good player. He will he will adapt and he'll learn how to play against India. Um, in India, it's going to be a tough challenge for him. Yeah. But as I said before, as long as he's been training specifically, has a plan, and commits to it, and b- believes and trusts himself, and has a real positive attitude about it, that'll give him the best chance of being successful. I think people forget that Michael Clark to in India got 151 in it. Turned out to have a pretty good career. And that was and one of the great knocks that Michael Clark's he yeah. he was running down the wicket down to Kumble who bowled quite quick through the air. Yep. and he's got his dancing shoes on and getting down the pitch <laughs> and it was a wonderful knock. Um, you know on debut and uh, you know he really announced himself. Um, you know to the to the world game and uh, you know that that was a fine knock and there's no reason why you know someone like a a Renshaw um. You know, Hanscom can't have, you know, real success um, in India. Smith and Warner have been the pillars for Australia, the batting pillars for Australia for a number of years now. How much relies on those two doing well for Australia to win? You expect your captain, vice-captain, to do a fair chunk of the work, but you know, obviously Australia need more from other players. And we're yep. seeing a bit with Hanscom, we're seeing a bit with Renshaw. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm not sure what the makeup of the, the side's going to be. Um you know, it's interesting that they've taken Maxwell. Um, you know, I, I think he's a he's a good player, slower bowling. Um, so he may come into the reckoning um, for a spot in that in that side. Um, Usman Khawaja's on the tour as well, and he, he's the incumbent at the moment, uh, batting in the Test side. Um, so you know, he he may well play. Sean Marsh is a is, is there as well, who's who's performed well in Sri Lanka in yeah. recent times. He hasn't played a Test in India. But he's played in Sri Lanka a little bit, and um, on one hand, you know sometimes the conditions can be very similar um, to India. On the other hand, that they, they can, yeah. 
you know, depending on how the curators prepare them, they, they can be slightly different. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what surfaces where uh, the Aussie boys are going to experience. But I'm guessing there won't be a lot of grass. Um, <laughs> and I'm guessing that they'll um, take some turn reasonably early in the piece. Well, Diz, thank you very much for your time, Matt. Did you want to touch on that 200 now or should we save for another? No, we don't have time no, here okay, now, mate. Right. We'll have to do that another time, Sam. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save a couple of hours for that one. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it, mate. Cheers, mate. That's it for today's episode. We'll be back next week, but until then, stay up to date with all the cricket news, scores and video from right around the world on cricket.com.au. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.